The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words Podcast, also hosted on Literary Symmetries, IGTV channel, where we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans. Today, we are going to talk about the Five Books in Five Weeks Project, Day 20. What if you could write 25,000 words a week? How would that change things for you? Well, I'm doing this crazy experiment to find out if I can, so I can help you do it too. And today, I started late. So that's what we're going to talk about first. Instead of getting up at five with my cheery, writerly brain ready to go for action, uh, I woke up at five and thought, oh my gosh, no, I can. (laughs) My husband hasn't slept well for the last two nights, and he's kept me awake, which means that I didn't sleep well. And I just felt like, What am I even doing? And the first day of the week is always a little bit tough for me, especially because I know I'm starting a new book. And normally that would make me really excited. But today I knew I was transitioning from the first four books of the five books in five weeks challenge, which are fiction, to the very last book in the challenge, which is a nonfiction book that basically goes through all of the emotional health ideas that the four different books explore in more of a personal way. Uh, Obviously, nonfiction writing is very different than fiction writing in that you're talking to someone directly as if you were just like sitting down and having a cup of coffee with them. Except that uh, when I do it, I give out all kinds of crazy personal stories to prove the points because that's how I write. I believe that storytelling is the most effective way to learn something new. So I use stories from my own life that taught me these really hard lessons in order to help the reader establish in their brains these concepts that I'm trying to talk to talk about. And so today I was like, not feeling it, if I'm being honest. And this was the first day where I, I was like, what, am, what if I just quit? I just admitted that. It's been a lot of days of writing 5,000 words. This is my 20th day. And if you've been following, you know that I take weekends off because otherwise I would go crazy. I would, my mental health would decline, seriously. So that's why I take weekends off. But uh, last Friday, I was working on the end of the fictional series, the old school series. And I was so happy. I was so excited. I was like crying. I was laughing. All the things were happening. I finished the book. I was able to write the scene where all four characters of the different POVs for each book are all together, including the last one, who's still a surprise that I have 
I'm just crazy. I was talking to Maria about this. Oh, by the way, it is Maria's birthday week. I'm not going to tell you how old she is or what exact her what exactly her birthday is, but happy birthday, Maria. Uh, I can't imagine what my life would be like without you. Who would I talk to about these crazy book ideas I have? No one, and I would be sad. So thank you for being in my life. Thank you for being on the Literary Symmetry team. You have made so many authors happy this year. I cannot, or yes, in this year of your birth age, I can't wait to see what kind of amazing things you're going to do in this next, um, I'll say 30-something year of your life. Hopefully that's not too specific. Um, but listen, I am going to get Maria on the show. It's going to happen. So I'm really excited about that in the future. But um, yeah, so I was talking to her about how I was so like, it was just like the best feeling to finish. And I just did an episode on that. So if you're like, I want to know what it's like to finish, you can listen to me talk about it in the previous episode. And I also tell you how you can finish. <clears throat> Excuse me, your own story. Need a little drink of water here. Okay, this is what happens when I do two episodes in, in a row. My throat gets a little raspy, but I was like full of energy for you and I didn't want to lose that momentum. And uh, yeah, so uh, listen, you know I've been writing 5,000 words a day every day during the week. And today I did not. I didn't. I wrote 4,500 and something words. So I fell 500 words uh, short of my count for the day, which has not happened throughout this whole challenge. And you know what? I just have no idea how long this book that I'm working on is going to turn out to be. But I wrote three chapters and I started the fourth chapter and I was like, this is not my best work anymore at this point. I think what I should do is stop and take a break and try to restart and maybe make up some of those words tomorrow if I feel that I need to. Because I don't know that this nonfiction book is going to be uh, 25,000 words. I think it will be around that because the later chapters that I'm getting into are going to be more complicated and longer. Uh, there will be more words. So that could actually propel me into the 25,000. But, you know, real life happens. I was tired. I was nervous about this project this morning. And I was off my writing game. And I just want you to know that I am not some writing machine. And I know that if you've been listening to me for a while and you've been listening to the five books, five series, oh, I can't even talk, five books and five weeks series, that I might seem like this writing robot to you, but the, I'm a real person. I get tired. I get discouraged. But the thing is, I know that I want to finish this project. Actually, I've been wanting to write this nonfiction book for a while because I know it will help people. And so... I was writing, I felt grumpy, I was, um, my son was on break from class and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go take a shower and wash off all this grossness that I'm feeling and start afresh when I came back. And I did and it helped, but I still didn't hit my word count for today. And that's okay. There are going to be days when you try your best and there are going to be days when you're tired and you need a break and you're like, you know what, 500 words short or less than that, whatever is good enough for today. And that I just wanted you to know that it happens to me too. I I go through things where I'm like, ah, 
And this project is rough. It's hard because I'm like, hey, so these are all the things that I've learned over the last 10 plus years. I'm going to smash them down into a two-hour book in a way that you can understand everything really simply and be able to go live like a totally different life after you've read it and implemented it. And I know that I'm doing a teen version of this book to match the book series that I just wrote because it was a middle grade series. Uh, and so I have to use really simple terms, and which is good. It's a good exercise for me because uh, a lot of people who like to read self-help books read around a uh, third grade level. And that's the best way for them to take in that information. And I actually have a third grader right now, so I know exactly what that level looks like. And there are things that, you know, like you can put in there because you know that the the teenagers who are reading it are going to be smart enough to pick it up. But if you don't simplify things down, you have – you run the risk of alienating some of your readers, and I don't want to do that. So it's been a mental challenge not to just be able to sit down – and write things like I normally would, which I write for other writers, so their reading levels are high. So I'm just like, ah! But this book basically is going to teach people what a soul is, why it makes you valuable as a person, and how to break apart your soul into three different pieces so that you can understand yourself and know why you feel the way that you feel about certain things and make better choices moving forward. And it's complicated. Like, it's a complicated string of ideas to put together because we're not just talking about, like, hey, this is how you uh, do laundry, you know, which my daughter had to do a report on how to do laundry last year. That was interesting. <laughs> she was, like, supposed to break it down into really simple parts, and she did. But, it, you know, this is not like that. This is like your whole life trying to do better, trying to understand why you matter as a person and how to be emotionally healthy, which those are the themes in all the books that I just wrote. But I wrote them from a fiction standpoint, which means I could have one character explain something, the other character experience something, understand what the character was finally saying, have this moment between the two characters where things click and then move on. But you cannot do that in nonfiction. You have to get the click to happen before you move on in the person who can't talk back to you. So that's why there's like this added level of complexity in nonfiction. Even though nonfiction books traditionally sell easier than fiction books, there are just different approaches to writing. So the whole point of this episode is just for you to know, I have a hard time too. I'm trying to like jumble all these ideas into my brain and spit out something that not only makes sense, but has the potential to change the reader's life. No pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure at all. And I want you to know that you can do it. You can go through whatever craziness you're having and have a bad day and readjust the next day. And that's exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow. And tomorrow I'm going to get up when my alarm goes off. I am going to come down into my happy writer den and I am going to pump out chapters about personal power. And let's see. Do you see I have my, this is my nonfiction outline. I have not finished 
the um, sheet that tells you how to do this, but I will this year. Uh, but tomorrow I'm writing about understanding your personal power and realizing your story. And that chapter is going to be really good and really long um, where I'm talking about how if you don't understand the things that happened in your life to get you to where you are right now, you won't be able to transform your future. See, such simple ideas, so easy to write. And that was why I knew today was going to be hard. And my my physical self was like, no, sleep in. Because writing the fiction was really, like, it was pretty simple for me in the fact that I knew in a linear, like, what would come next in the timeline. And for this, there's no timeline. I do have notes and I do have little questions for myself to answer in the chapters, but it's not like, okay, well, Pepper needs to meet Ava at school and then they need to go to the office and try to get Ava into the old school scholarship challenge, which is what I was doing in the first four books. Uh, but I, I will say I still think that this is a worthwhile endeavor. Yes, it would be simpler if the fifth book in this challenge was yet another fiction book, which I am going to write another book in Pepper, Ava, and Logan's world, but it's going to be a YA book. Um, but, you know, that was the whole point of this challenge, to really push myself out of my comfort zone, see how fast I could adjust between the different projects, different books, different you know, from fiction to nonfiction. And so now that I've gotten the first day, the heart, what I would say is pretty much the hardest day for the whole challenge under my belt. I really feel like I'm going to finish strong and uh, I, I'm keeping myself accountable to you because I want you to see that this process is being done by an imperfect human, myself, who's trying to do something that seems impossible it's not. And that if I can do it, you can do it. And I really believe that. And also, I've made all the fun tools that you need in order to be able to do it because I care about you, because your story matters, which is what I'm writing about tomorrow in my nonfiction book. So thank you for listening in. This crazy experiment is still going. And uh, if I don't update you before the week is over, I will update you with a final update of like, hey, I finished this. These are my next steps. And I um, am trying to figure out how I can format this to get you to do it. And I probably will also do an episode this week about the storyteller mindset, which I am hopefully for sure recording on Thursday and Friday. I have a little bit of um, Tia babysitting duties because my niece is bilingual, so I'm Tia. And I'm excited to get to hang out with her, but I just don't know what's going to happen. If things uh, go well, then I'll be able to record that for you in the afternoon, the Storyteller Mindset. And listen, listen, calling all writers. If you want to be part of the group that gets to do the Storyteller Mindset for free, I want you to email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com with the, the um, subject being uh, Storyteller Mindset. Because once I launch this and I test it on this really fun group of people I'm collecting, it's going to cost $47 to go through this five-day challenge. And uh, I want you to have a chance to test it out before I start 
uh, charging because if you're a listener of the show, that means you have been listening to me talk about this challenge, this course for months and I want you to have a chance to be able to do it for free. Okay, so this is the only time this is going to be free. Email me with the heading Storyteller Mindset, and I'll add your email to the list if you email me at kns at literarysymmetry.com. That is all that I have for you and your listening ears and your readerly eyes today. Uh, as always, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. Bye. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. <laughs>